Good morning. My name is Stephen Capaldo, and it is uh, Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Thank you for listening. Today I'll be doing some reading and talking in uh, First Peter. So uh, I'll begin there, I'll read a little bit, and then see what, uh, what comes out. Uh, Peter, an emissary of Messiah Yeshua, Christ Jesus, to the sojourners of the diaspora, the community of uh, believers uh, in different places, Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, set apart by the Spirit for obedience and for sprinkling with the blood of Yeshua the Messiah, may grace and shalom, peace and harmony be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Yeshua and the Messiah, who is the Messiah, in his great mercy he caused us to be born again to a living hope for the resurrection of Messiah Yeshua from the dead. The reborn, uh, uh, regenerated on the inside, uh, so now you know who you are in Christ, so what do you do then? You uh, renew the mind. You renew the mind and you grow spiritually, you ascend, you, you, you rise up, you grow to different spiritual uh, levels, you know, you become more spiritually aware of things going on, uh, you become more mature in handling the things of God. So that's what we're called to do, is to be regenerated in Christ and then to renew the mind and grow in Christ. An incorruptible, undefiled, and unfading inheritance has been reserved in heaven for you. So in that, in that stage, we're going, we're going to have the new earth or heaven on earth, and it will be a perfect environment given by the Almighty Creator. Uh, and, and so then in that environment, we'll be able to be uh, you know, uncorrupted, undefiled, and unfading, because we've got rid of all this uh, baggage around here, all of this matrix stuff that's going on, all of this... Uh, all of this um, yeah, these, these things that are rebellion against God, because really that's the, that's the issue. The issue, when people talk about the issue is sin, well, the, the issue is sin, right? It's, it's the misuse of free will to, to rebel against God. That's what it is, and all of, that will be, all of that will be taken care of eventually. And it is, if you've, if you've, accept, if you've accepted Christ, now you are, you are a new creature, you're regenerated, and you, uh, you renew the mind, and you proceed, proceed to grow. Right? Seek truth. Be love, be light, live uprightly, live in obedience to God. By trusting, you're being protected by God's power, that's the power of the Spirit, for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials. So that's, that's kind of a prophetic word right there. We've been distressed by various trials. What's going on now? Um, in, in the three-dimensional world, we have this, uh, this uh, matrix, uh, this small group of people trying to control everything and everyone. So uh, this is the distress of the times, you know, and it started, uh, it's, it's always been going on, this, this desire of a small number of people to control the many has been going on really for hundreds, if not thousands of years. But really, in our lifetimes, it came to a head in 2020 with the spread of this, uh, this uh, non-global catastrophe that was reported as though it were a global catastrophe with a 99.7% survival rate. Um, not to say there isn't such a thing, that there isn't, uh, there, there isn't a, a virus or that people don't die, but the reporting of it was uh, on purpose exaggerated to create a culture of fear. And I would have to say that the Matrix has done a very good job in fear-mongering. They're, they're back at it. I mean, they're back at it. You know, people had the year of... Uh, the, the year of uh, 
COVID and now it's the year of the variants and people are seem to be very willingly in many cases going back to things like, you know, masks and distancing and uh, got to get the booster and this and that uh, and totally unwilling to do any objective research on uh, reports about, you know, what's going on in the in the vaccination land. And there's all this confusion and division over, you know, who's really causing the problem. And of course, the vaccinated people want to say that it's the unvaccinated people causing the problem. But uh, that, that, not, that might not be the case. It might be the vaccinated people who are spreading something. They're shedding something rather than the unvaccinated who are spreading something. So between the shedding and the spreading, you see how just what I said now, you see how confusing that is? Did you, do you understand? Could you repeat what I just said? No, no, you couldn't because deliberately the other side has been making things so confused that you don't know which way is up and which way is down. That's why you have to keep your focus on the almighty creator, right? Keep your focus on having the power of the spirit within and using that, uh, using that to counter all of this BS that you see around you, right? These trials are so that the true metal of your faith, far more valuable than gold, which perishes though refined by fire, may come to light in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Messiah Yeshua. Though you have not seen him, you love him. See, that, that's faith. Maybe you have not physically seen something, but you believe. You believe in. You believe in God. You believe in the, in the, the, the Almighty Creator. And even though you don't see him now, you trust him and are filled with a joy that is glorious beyond words, receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your soul. See, this, uh, this joy, having joy all the time. You see, we're supposed to have joy uh, all the time, you know, there's the, the, the old Christian song, joy, joy, joy in your heart. I mean, that's, uh, I couldn't even sing it, but the, uh, uh, we are supposed to be filled. It really is like the, the, the peace of God that passes all understanding gives you joy. And that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. If you can be filled in joy in spite of circumstances, that's the whole thing, because the physical circumstances around us are always changing. And right now they're going through a very bad period and eventually will dissipate. But but it's uh, to keep the joy and the power and the and the peace of of the spirit in you, by uh, by, by filling up, you know, by asking asking to be filled with the power and knowledge uh, and wisdom of of the word of God, you know, and then and then applying that to the to the work of the kingdom of God's kingdom. The other kingdom is a false kingdom. Oh, my dog is down there. He woke up. He's starting to scratch things. I thought usually he goes to sleep because it's just you know, he's not into the content so much. Uh, but, uh, okay. The prophets who spoke about the grace that was to be yours searched for this salvation and investigated carefully. They were trying to find out the time and circumstances the spirit of Messiah within them was indicating when predicting the sufferings in store for Messiah and the glories to follow. Uh, and the, the, this is what the prophets do is they try to predict future events and they give you the bad and the good. If you, if you run into a prophet that's giving you only good, it's probably not much of a prophet, right? I mean, it's, uh, but the prophets are supposed to teach, uh, teach uh, truth either way. Uh, if you're going to go through a difficult period, that's supposed to become evident uh, as well. But um, th there are, um, certainly there are people who can forecast, who can be, you know, watchmen on the wall, so to speak, who can, you know, give you a sense of what's going to happen. Um, but I think basically uh, you shouldn't worry too much about what uh, title it is. I mean, just, just concentrate on what your calling is. The best thing you can do in your own case is to 
know that you are, you know, where you come from, that you're, you're a child of God, to know where you come from and, uh, and uh, where you're going. Just know who you are in Christ and be regenerated within and just renew the mind. That's, that's really the, how you get started. And uh, you're seeking truth. You want to be light and love. And, and you want to be able to live a life that doesn't, uh, you know, that, that's not, not embarrassing. You know, that, that doesn't embarrass you. Do your best. And it doesn't mean you have to be the, the, the top financial success or the top success in some other realm. But to be, uh, be a, a workman that is not ashamed, right? That does not need to be ashamed just of, of whatever it is. Because God gives us different callings. And he doesn't, you know, he gives some people calling, you know, to, to do wonderful things with their hands. You know, to build and... Uh, and, and uh, work in different trades and maintain certain things and just to, to, to do something in that realm. And other people, he gives them uh, maybe uh, to, to do more, uh, I don't know, what would you say, more uh, uh, artistic things or something, and, uh, or, you know, maybe write or maybe speak or maybe, you know, learn or, or certain things or teach. You know, there are different types of skills and some are very athletic and some you know, are, are just very gifted in different areas. But whatever that is, you know, you, you know the, you know where it came from and you know that God wants you to do something with it and uh, be a workman that will not be, not to be ashamed. You know, that's, that's really the big thing. And to uh, just to, to operate in the love of God and to operate in the God-given gifts as well. It was revealed to them that they were providing these messages, not to themselves, but to you. These messages have now been announced to you through those who proclaimed the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to catch a glimpse of these things. And that's basically what you have. You have the, you have the revelation of the Spirit and you have the divine angelic realm to help you. Uh, and, and, you know, that God will use people to help you as well. But basically, where do you get your guidance from? You get your guidance from... From the Holy Spirit and the angelic realm. This is uh, this is really really how it is. And you know you've got uh, like I say you've got the scripture. You've got people that help you. You've got you know your own your own uh, um, thoughts. And really you should you know seek to communicate with God in prayer and uh, meditation. And you know f find out what you need to do to align your thoughts with God's thoughts. God has His thoughts. You have your thoughts. And the closer you are to God the more your thoughts will be in alignment with him and the more that your actions will bring glory to, to him. Um, and, you know, that's, that's really, it's, it really isn't that complicated, but we've made it very complicated. If you look at the, the world now and, and the, the, the place of God now uh, in our lives and, and just look in the, in the different countries and places, you know, where, wherever you are. I mean, where, where, where is God? You know, God is uh, absent or he's not absent, but people don't want him. So he's just kind of, he, he, he appears to be missing in action. He's not missing in action. We're the ones who are missing in action. So uh, it's why we have this uh, temporary situation. But in the end, God wins because God has ordained that the, the that the, there's there's going to be a, a new earth that's that's coming. You know that's it's being established little by little, and so uh, people now are asked you know to live in their calling so they can catch catch up to in a way what you know God is already doing. God is already unrolling what what's going to happen. Right? It's he he has it in his mind. It's already it's already there. It's already done. So it's up to us to to be one with him to be unified in spirit with him. 
So brace your minds for action. That's a good lead. And brace your minds for action, your, your mind. Not your brain. Your brain is like the cortex and the cerebellum and all that stuff, the, the physical parts. But your mind for action. Keep your balance. It's uh, one thing that I've tried to talk a lot about is balance. Keep your balance. Well, physically, it's good to keep your balance. But, you know, mentally, keep your balance. You know, uh, ha have a balanced viewpoint when you look at things. I mean, always seek truth and seek justice and seek wisdom divine. Always seek that, but keep, keep a balanced viewpoint when you do that. Embrace your mind. Make it strong. Feed it with the right things. You know, feed it with the right content, the right information. And set your hope completely on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Christ Jesus. The, 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 glo the glory of Christ will be revealed. Second coming, right? Like obedient children, do not be shaped by the cravings you had formerly in your ignorance. Like obedient children. So this is, this is a form of obedience, is to give up the... The, the fleshly desires, you know, the, the things of the flesh, and focus on the things of the spirit. Uh, attune your spirit to the spirit of God. And, and, and spiritual fruit. The works of the flesh, you know, we're not to do the works of the flesh. I mean, we do things based on the spiritual fruit we bear, it might, and, you know, the calling of the Holy Spirit to be involved in certain activities, but simply to perform works of the flesh. No, we're not. We're, we're to bear spiritual fruit and to be uh, attuned to the Spirit to know what our calling is, you know, what, what things we get involved in, right? Instead, just like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in everything you do, for it is written, uh, saints you shall be, for I am holy, or holy ones you shall be, for I am holy. Just, uh, just uh, obedient, to, obedient to God, just, you know, really, uh, um, you know, I don't especially like the term Christian anymore, but I mean disciples of Christ, or followers of Christ, or believers in Christ, you know, that, that type of thing. That's, that's the idea of uh, saint, or kedoshim in Hebrew. If you call on him as father, the one who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, uh, objectively, impartially, fairly, in a just way, then live out the time of sojourning in reverent fear. You know that you are redeemed from the futile way of life handed down from your ancestors, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with precious blood like that of a, a lamb without defect or spot, the blood of Messiah. So uh, Christ shed his blood for us, but I mean, we've been given blood. The blood is life. It's why, you know, the, the, the scripture says don't drink animal blood because blood is, is, is life. You know, that's the life blood. Uh, and that's, I think it's a pretty good uh, thing not, you know, not to do, not to drink animal blood. And uh, let alone some of this uh, horrible stuff that has been going on, you know, drinking children's blood and that type of thing. And, uh, you know, that's, this, blood is supposed to be precious. Blood is supposed to be sacred. You know, that blood is life. You know, don't do anything that will demean or defile or denigrate life, right? You're redeemed from the futile way of life handed down from your ancestors, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with precious blood, like that of a lamb without defect or spot, the blood of Messiah. He was chosen before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. To show us with the blood and the cross, yeah, I love you and you are forgiven. You are forgiven. Just say yes, accept that, right? Through him you are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your trust and hope are in God. Now that you've purified your souls in obedience to the truth, leading to sincere brotherly love, love one another fervently from a pure heart. And that's, that is really what we are supposed to do. It isn't, it isn't a, a 
competition, really. I mean, there is, we do talk about good and evil and good versus evil and good will overcome evil, you know, because we're going through this evil period. But really the idea is to be pure, in pure unity with Christ, in pure unity with God. Uh, and, and that means brothers and sisters in Christ. That, that's what the new earth is going to be. It's going to be brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, and, and all of these, uh, these institutions that we have now, um, yeah, they're going to fade away. A lot of these, these institutions, especially the social institutions, how we relate to each other, those institutions that now we know as things like, you know, marriage and divorce and remarriage and all that stuff. Uh, and, and even uh, family in, in the way that, they're, that it's legally defined, that fades away. On New Earth, what do you have? You have basically, you have uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, or, uh, you know, maybe uh, you have some kind of, uh, some kind of what they call a twin flame or a twin soul, and you can, you can look that up, what that is. But that's basically a reunification of both divine male and divine female energies in, in, in one. So it's just, a, it's a different type of relationship. It's a different different type of re, a sacred relationship. And you can look that up. It's something uh, for, the, for the future. Uh, and it, it, it makes all these things disappear. All these, other, all these other institutions disappear. All of this politicized crap disappears, you know, all on, you know, race and ethnic group and the gender and this and that. All of these, all these questions disappear because we are now in the new earth you know, at that time, we'll have perfect environments and uh, brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, sacred intimacy, not not the kind of stuff that goes on now. So now that you've purified your souls in obedience to the truth, leading to sincere brotherly love, love one another fervently from a pure heart. You've been born again, not from perishable seed, but imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all humanity is like grass, and all its glory like a wildflower. The grass withers, and the flower falls off. You know, the, 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 the human body, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, got a, it's got a date, right? It's got kind of an, an expiration date, if you want to put it that way. I mean, it's, uh, um, you know, but the word of the Lord endures forever. The truth endures forever, and this is the word that was proclaimed as good news to you. Uh, the grass withers and the flower falls off. You know, that has to do with the physical. And if you, if you think about it, I mean, I was thinking about it the other day, is that what did God create? He really created your soul and spirit. Uh, physically, you know, we're a mature, sophisticated audience. I think we know how physically we were created. Uh, God created our soul and spirit. And, you know, he's, he can use that as he wishes. He can use that in any way that he wishes. But that's, that's quite a thing when you think about it, is that uh, e even though we're in physical bodies, really that's the, the, what, what God created is the, is the soul and the spirit, you know, and the, and the physical body came about through, through the, the, the usual means of, uh, you know, physically being fruitful and multiplying. But uh, it's, it, that part of us is really the part that changes or goes away or withers, but then, then we get a new body and we get rejuvenated. And, that, you know, that's something to look forward to on New Earth as well. So anyway, that's uh, some of the good news, along with some of the bad news, I guess. So uh, I'll stop there and uh, I'll, I'll just read this uh, Psalm 91 and we'll close on that. He who dwells in the shelter of God will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, 
nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made the Lord your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, so no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you, to guard you in all your ways, upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone, you will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent, because he has devoted his love to me, I will deliver him, I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him, I will be with him in trouble." Rescue him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? So that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we're on MeWe and YouTube. And uh, talk to you next time. Bye for now.